How does Jigglypuff's song go? I don't know. <laughs> I hope you're recording so that our podcast audience knows that fact about you and also Jigglypuff. Fuck. I thought I was recording. I wasn't. Jiggly. And I have never meant this more sincerely than I do tonight. Puff. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Momentous. Monumental. Amazing. Thank you. Oof. Ow. Okay. So, I'm upstairs now. My bones. And I think the stuff is better, but I did leave my book of Dune downstairs, so I might have to go and get it at some point. Oh, okay. It's alright. I'll just... I'll just sing into the microphone. Like... Jigglypuff. <laughs> like Jigglypuff. Um, but how are you? I'm fine. I've been inside the house for six days. Yeah. Oh, n- yeah, six days. Uh-huh. Uh, and it feels like a lot of days. Yeah, it is a lot of days. But also, you know, I've done this before. Yeah, I was also... He was under more adverse circumstances, <laughs> but I'd done it. So, you'll survive. I mean, more more adverse personal, yeah. emotional yeah. weather. Not in terms of the world, because the world circumstances are very... They're pretty bad. Adverse. Pretty bad, currently. Mm-hmm. 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 For context, future listeners, <laughs> it's the 22nd of March. Uh, it sure is. And it's coronavirus times. It It sure is. Coronavirus times. I edited the coronavirus joke out of our last podcast, and now it's, in fact, now it is uh, no longer appropriate. Haha. <laughs> what did we say about coronavirus last we time? We said, well, we didn't really say too much. We were just like, oh no, it's the coronavirus, and then we talked about racism and coronavirus. So it's probably mm. still relatively appropriate. Mm. Yeah. Um. Did you read the chapter? Yeah, I did. Whoa! <laughs> okay, I'll get my book and then we can start the podcast. Plum did work. Josie did homework. Plum did work. Hooray! Lots of anime and, you know, pop- popular Japanese culture references today. Yes. Plum did work. I think we have already I'm said Plum did work on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, it's deep in there. It's deep in the brain. I mean, the thing, the reason that why Jigglypuff is so forefront in my mind is because of, cause, because of being inside and having nothing to do except work and then, like, yoga with Adrienne videos, which I have been doing, and they're nice. Mm-hmm. And podcasting. And podcasting. <laughs> um, is uh, looking at a lot of Twitter. And there was like there was a there was a definitely a viral mild, mildly viral slightly pop, popular tweet, um, which was just like a screenshot of like a comment underneath a maybe a YouTube video where uh, like someone with a someone with a Kirby um, emote uh, icon is saying uh-huh. hell yeah Bernie Sanders da, 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 is gonna win whatever whatever something something. And then a reply from Bernie Sanders <laughs> says, Thank you, Jigglypuff. <laughs> I haven't been on Twitter, but I love that very much. That's good, isn't it? That's so good. Thank you, That's Jigglypuff. That's so good. Thank you, Jigglypuff. <laughs> Let's be fair, Jigglypuff and Kirby are the same person. They do look exactly the same, apart from Jigglypuff has hair and blue eyes. Is Jigglypuff and they have different feet, I guess. I don't care about. I don't. <laughs> They're the same person. They're the same person. Let's. Shall we introduce our podcast? They are. Have you got your book? Yes, I have. I have. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. You can blow a piss, you can 
because you don't have to go outside to go to it you just have to listen to your podcast app um uh as every school just how like every school should be um uh what was i gonna say oh yeah i'm the vice chancellor of the university ray hell yeah and my pronouns are they and them don't forget it fuckers oh who are you i don't know anymore oh okay i don't know anymore (laughs) Oh dear, has isolation done this to you? Isolation has done something to me. I don't know, I just... I I nearly I nearly went out yesterday. Whoa. Nearly went out. Oh no. But then I decided, well, then I remembered that I was A, in quarantine, B, in London, which is a hotspot for the yeah. disease in this country, obviously, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. C, you know, like, my my mind was telling me that it was a bad thing. But I just yeah. really wanted to go, so I was like, I'm gonna go, and then I, I go got to the walk. door, and then I didn't go. It's fine to go for a walk. Yeah. As long as you don't come into contact with people. Say, stay two meters away from people when you go for a walk. Mm. I mean, I haven't been for a walk, but I know it's theoretically possible. My housemates or not? have gone... I mean, it's kind of nice of them, in a way it means that I just get to slope around the house and make chicken stock and make the whole house full of chicken stock yeah um but they've been going out and de- doing their their allotment oh yeah so they've been outside they've but been outside not around people yeah it's nice that they have an allotment I it's know cute. it's a new development they're like ah. both powerfully obsessed with it oh oh to be lesbians who have an allotment I feel and a house yeah. That sounds like the best life that you dogs. can have. Oh my god. They've got it all. This is this is the world that everybody dreams of, but one we of can't have it. One of them is a shaman. What? And I the other this, one is still. a musician. Today, I one know. Of, one of the... One of, when, on the, day, the first day of quarantine, which was for me Tuesday, I came mm-hmm. downstairs to get a cup of tea after working from home in my bedroom, and one of them mm. was just making a mosaic... Oh. Just making a freaking mosaic. What a perfect life. Yeah. It's fucked up, in my opinion. But anyway, I'm the Chancellor of University, and my name's Josie, and my pronouns are she, her, I guess, and that's fine. Cool. Yeah. I was thinking to myself recently, because I've been, like, kind of self-isolating for a really, really long time, but not for any reason um, other than depression. Although, arguably, you might call that keeping people safe from my terrible oh. vibes. Contagious vibes. <laughs> My contagious bad vibes. I've got bad vibes disease. It's, and it's fatal. It's life threatening. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I was thinking to myself really recently that it's like, it's really done a number on my sense of identity because I feel like who you are is is formed so much in contrast to like, who, how you relate to people and when you're not relating to anybody then it's like well I just have no idea mm. I don't know so yeah. I hope this doesn't fuck people up too badly I, I think it's gonna, I think it might I think it's gonna, I think it's gonna leave a big mark culturally yeah but there you go anyway June anyway June anyway June Anyway, June. So we read chapter fucking uh, something. One of the ones one where of where Jessica gets trapped in a sand dune once, and then voluntarily gets trapped in a sand dune dune a second time. Uh, I have this written in my in my like my many sticky notes that are on my dune book as chapter twenty seven, and it's the one where Jessica falls in a hole twice. <laughs> She falls in two different holes. She falls in two different holes. And they also fly through a sandstorm. Yeah. And Paul, on two separate occasions, says a sentence which is just the word worm. Worm. Oh, worm, he says. Twice. Big worm. He says it in two separate times. (laughs) Different times. We're back to this joke again. Welcome, everybody. Come on, everybody. Let's do the oh, worm. (laughs) Let's do it. 
I, I kind of want to work in as many like Darude Sandstorm. Uh, is it Darude or Darude? I have never heard that song and I will never hear it. Please listen to it. It's so funny. Uh, should funny. I listen to it now? Yeah. <laughs> on the podcast. Yeah. Because I know it was definitely on a on a, comp- a compilation CD that a brother yeah. I, we borrowed from our brother about I'm 10 sure years you... ago. Really? Which, yeah. When it was <laughs> legitimately regarded as a song. Well, Sandstorm, the, 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 I think it's Darude, but I'm not Darude. sure. Darude. But it sounds like a grime MC name. I know, it does, doesn't it? I'm Darude. Darude boy. boy. That's, a good <laughs> rap. That's a good name. Well, um, the, the, the song Sandstorm from the album Before the Storm came mm-hmm. out in 2000. And I think the compilation CD that we borrowed was all songs that came out around the year 2000 it was called that's so 21st century rock if you can believe it i it remember had... that cd do you remember it had a purple did it cover have sandstorm on it it did oh um, my god i'm that's gonna so listen funny. to it now okay, i mean darude mr darude mr darude has, has two storm themed songs on his album before the storm this, this sandstorm guy knows his niche and calm before the storm thank you thank you darude Thank this. you, Darude. Thank you for these thematic songs. Okay, I'm gonna listen to it. Am I gonna oh. hate it? I'm not sure. The video is funny though. Uh, um, is it? Shall I watch the video? <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna listen well, to it on Spotify. But shall I watch the video instead? Just listen to it on Spotify. It's fine. Uh, okay. I like how on the album cover he's like doing a very soft, unfocused, looking into the distance, and like you can see his soul patch. Great. That's good. Oh. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't prepared for what this was gonna sound like. <laughs> I've never heard Sandstorm before. I have. Like, I genuinely. I just didn't know that this was what it was. I was expecting like some kind of like guitar thing. No. No, <laughs> no it's this. This iconic track. So imagine this playing as like Paul is flying Jessica through the sandstorm oh. and like <laughs> yeah. trying to land Ron a to safely. Thank you. Oh my god. I thought because of his his soulful facial hair, it was gonna be like a the strummy guitar situation. Nope. No, no it's, it's not. It's just like I don't know. I don't even know. I don't have the words for this. Okay. You're just experiencing it. Yeah. I'm glad that Daru, uh, that Samstorm is like as viscerally powerful, even if you're not like super familiar with it as a meme. (laughs) (laughs) You're just like, (laughs) yep, it's this. Oh God, it's this. (laughs) You know, like sometimes... I mean, I'm not going to have any dance anecdotes for, for I'm going to like miss several I months know. of dancing anecdotes. So sad. This is so, so sad. sad. Um, but like there is definitely, sometimes they do play like oof, doof, doof, doof music. Like, like very dance music music. What if and they played this... Sandstorm at dancing? I think they dance. probably have done it. Oh God. <laughs> How would you dance to this? I don't you just know. Sleep around. This is the journey you have to take at every dance opportunity. I guess so yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, like there's and there's this one guy who like was definitely like a '90s club kid mm-hmm. who is extremely into dancing to the dance music in a dance music dancing kind of way, and mm-hmm. I find him absolutely fascinating. And I'm like, you are the living embodiment of the of dance. <laughs> of the of the spaced episode where they all go clubbing and it's like <laughs> 2001 Good. and they're all just like you know they're doing the chicken head I remember that, that episode yeah it's a good episode yeah, it's a good spaced episode spaced is spaced is, is spaced good spaced is great spaced holds up should we talk about the chapter I guess we have to do you want to read the chapter quote or do you want to summarise the chapter one, uh, one of these things is easy and the other of them is less easy. I want to do the easy thing. Okay. <laughs> Read the chapter quote then. Yay. 
And also, you know I'm so good at reading the chapter quote. You are. I'm so good at it. I can even yeah. do... I mean, I don't know if I can do another celebrity impression. <laughs> Please do a celebrity impression. I don't have any celebrity impression. You don't have any stored up. Well, you've made the promise now, so you have to do one. No, Let me try and think of a celebrity. Um, you know, um, the comedian, um, whatever her name is, Melissa Villasenor, the woman i think she's on snl sometimes but i don't know before that she, she was uh like a ucb person i think she she does lots of impressions and they're all very good but my favorite one of hers is um gwen stefani oh good oh my god you read this in the gwen stefani i can't voice? do it because okay uh, but I, I i just i just need you to go and look it up at some point because it's okay. so good at some point i will but please read the chapter quote okay I'm dying all right. to quote at all. <laughs> you're what it's a it's a great chapter quote as well because it both it simultaneously sounds deep and is ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. At the age of fifteen, he had already learned silence from a child history of Muad'Dib by the Princess Irulan. Wow. So, what do you think he's saying here? Um. Well, I mean, in the chapter we get we get an interesting insight into um Paul's mastery of his mind. Yeah. But also the limits of that mastery. Yeah. So he, using quick thinking and whatever, is able to save Jessica, who's gone into a Bindu state when oh, yes. she um, when she gets covered in sand. Mm-hmm. Um, and also manages to save their packs because... His, I think, in in being caught up with saving his mum, he forgets to save yeah, their packs like, as he well. He throws it, I think, so that he can run and he can find her. Or at least that's what I remember. Mm. Anyway, and I think in doing that, she kind of manages not to. He manages not to show a hundred percent complete mastery. Yeah, and so they work together to sort it out. And then he gets a bit told off for yeah. not being c- a complete, you know, he's Which not mastered so the good. way. It's great. Him. Exactly. Um, but also, I mean, I did feel a bit bad for him. I would have been mean. I would have felt. Really? I would have. I, I would have him to be dressed down so badly. I mean, the thing is that because I am so contrary as a person. Yes. Whenever he is overly praised in the narrative, I'm like, yeah, no. Fuck this. And whenever he's told off, I'm like... Ugh. No. No. My Be good nice boy. Though. My good, good boy. <laughs> that's so funny. No, there's something... Something about this quote is, like, so deeply irritating. Do you know what I mean? It's really irritating, yeah, I it's know. It's like... I mean, it, oh it, my it, God. it just... It nudges all of the stuff I have about, like child genius stuff I'm just yeah. like Bleh. yeah you've learned Absolutely. silence <laughs> makes me explode mm. good for you Paul good for you yeah it makes me feel like so shitty about towards him yeah I know that's mean but and I, also I feel towards mean. Frank yeah I mean this whole thing made me feel very shitty towards Frank yeah I'm not enjoying the writing I have to say some of it's very good and some of it's very bad you know, I feel like this is, um, like, uh, you know Gilmore Guys? <laughs> yes. Where, you know, Kevin, mm-hmm. despite the cri- despite the critical analysis and breakdown of the Gilmore of Girls, mm-hmm. still enjoys it as a cultural product, project. Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah. Demi... Demi who does never, not. Demi, who was never sure about it, even in the beginning. Yes completely disavows Gilmore Girls as a cultural product by the end. Like, something about Gilmore Guys is, like, so sad, where I'm like, oh, you shouldn't have made him do this, Kevin. (laughs) I don't think he wanted to do this for so long, Kevin. (laughs) No. Not that I can speak for Demi, or that I can really speak to what Demi wanted to do, but it was just like, oh no, oh dear, oh no. (laughs) I don't think he's enjoying this. But I mean, also, I think it's like, you know, you're the black best friend who goes along with it. Yeah. That is also a, f- a, f- a familiar feel. That is a familiar feel. That's Unfortunately. The, the place where you have to slot yourself into a friendship sometimes. Mm. Not, mm. not Again, not, not to speak for Demi. 
How how could I possibly how you, speak for Demi? How does that how, remind? What does this chapter make you think about that? Like, how does it make you think about that? Only, only, only in as only in as much as you are all in on Dune. Oh, and I'm like kind of slightly fucked Dune. <laughs> oh, I'm not all in on Dune. I mean, like fuck Dune, but I am enjoying. I enjoy it for. I find it interesting. Um with the full acknowledgement that it's very irritating and also stupid. <laughs> but th- there is a point in this book where it does get like there are some enjoyable parts even though it doesn't stop doing the thoroughly annoying things that it's doing. It's still fascinating in the way that it was when we first started. Mm. It's still the thing that it is. But yeah, the writing in this is really annoying. Um what did you find annoying? particularly about it i just find the telegraphing about Mm -hmm. the uh, all he does all he does is Mm. tell not show yeah 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 he does do that all the time it is the first thing you learn in creative writing workshops Mm. and he just does not do it i find it really galling it is really yeah there is a lot that is very grating about this i think some of his like turns of phrase I enjoyed, I guess. Like at the beginning of the chapter during the f- during the flight, I'm like, that sounds cool. But then also right next to it is another thing where I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but he does he does tell you everything that you're supposed to take from it. So mm. it's a bit, you know. I mean, the thing is though that it tells you almost nothing about the um the experience of these characters in a way that is a comprehensible understandable yeah. or relatable yeah. yeah i mean it's interesting from a from a uh, I, th- I think kind of the 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 priority in the writing of this book is about alienness the fundamental yeah. alienness of this experience yeah i the, feel like the... there is no one to relate to in this which is and i mean Far be it from me to want to prioritise relatability as a metric of a good... But I good... also think it is important to be able to write characters that people can feel like they understand or like they feel connected to in some way. I think that's really valuable. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, was I interrupting a point? I don't know. I... I'm not. I'm not not into Dune because I. It's ridiculous, and yeah. so. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm enjoying about it. It's ridiculous. It's just that all of the people who think that it is, you know, the best piece of, like, have you read writing? It's there's, good. I, there's. <laughs> I haven't. I'd like to read a lot more. I haven't read enough, but um, there is another. There's a, a podcast called The Shrieking Shack, and it's a Harry. It's about Harry Potter, and it's two people who used to be fans of Harry Potter and now are not and they're reading the series and their tagline is read another book so they say at the end of every episode and remember read another book so do you think it's a, a case of read another book yes for a specific kind of nerd man yeah read yeah. another book read another book I mean like this is fun. It's ridiculous and fun, and it has some interesting parts, but it's not like the pinnacle of all writing. Mm. That being said, I'm like, you know, young 20s, and I don't know things and stuff. But I don't yeah. think that this is like, you know. I'm young 20s, but I do know things. Ah, I see. <laughs> and that's the fundamental <laughs> difference between us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, uh yeah so annoying chapter quote kind of annoying chapter but also kind of a fun chapter yes action-packed yeah fun filled shall i say what quality time between mother and son yes please so um paul and jessica fly through the the sandstorm and they uh land and the ship sort of gets a bit injured and broken um and then so Paul kind of bosses Jessica around a little bit for a while 
Um, and they walk through the desert and they try and avoid worms. I'm going to go over this really vaguely because I read it like last week. Um, Paul says worm a few times. Some and worms. they walk around some ridges and stuff. Um, and thinks about how Idaho is dead. And then they see a big thing of, like, they see a big stretch of sand that they can walk across to get to safety. Um, and in trying to go down a dune um, before before uh, daytime when they have to rest, um, Jessica falls in a hole and Paul really freaks out. And uh, he, he, I can't remember if he discards the pack or if he just drops it because he's panicked. And he, he tries to find De- Jessica and drag her up. And Jessica's slowed her heart rate and she's in bindu suspension, whatever that means. We can Well, maybe I mean, we can look at it in the back. We can have a glossary I mean, I think, corner. I Yay. think bindu is actually a thing. Yeah. Like, I've done a lot of yoga. Yeah. <laughs> I've definitely heard the word bindu mm-hmm. before. So this is some interesting, maybe some interesting Frank appropriation here. Frank appropriation. Um, I mean, also prana is definitely a thing. Yeah. So it's like, okay. Um... So he digs Jessica up out of the hole, and then they're like, oh no, the packs, if we don't have the packs, then we'll die. So they do some chemicals to make a big hole in the sand and dig up their kits. And then they have their kits, and then that's the end. And then Jessica's like, we need to continue your teaching, because you're not good at controlling your physical responses yet. Um, and that's the end of the chapter. Hmm. Um, I think. Was that an okay summary? Yeah, oh, it was great. They they do have a nice moment after they get the packs out where they're like laughing together and they're covered in like wet sand, which I thought was cute. There was actually, I found that like unbearable. Did you? <laughs> Tell me how you thought, what you thought about it. I was just like, this is a fucking sitcom moment of just no. Yeah, it, it seemed like it was written to be in a film. I was like, <laughs> yeah. You know. I was yeah. like, you know, when um, it's like one of those sitcom moments where oh, I can't, I'm trying to think of an example. And yeah, it's very cheesy and weird, but I thought it was, I thought it was like sweet how they spoke to each other. But now that I'm looking at it, I'm like, this has no precedent in their relationship at all. Yeah, because they're like, they are not. That's not who they are. That is not who they are. They don't do this. No. They have like a weird, tense, like, serious, yeah, kind of po-faced relationship. It doesn't make any sense for Jessica to say, you're not so pretty yourself. Does it? No. Plus, anytime anybody ends a sentence with yourself as a reflexive kind of... Mm -hmm. Like, it's fake. That's not how people talk. Yeah. It's not true. I not, guess... Not the case. Yeah. And also, maybe because we're not American, this sort of, like, exchange grounds them in being really American when they're supposed to be, like, not from Earth and not, you know, like, so distant from what we know was, like, to be familiar to us. So it it makes them too familiar, maybe. Yes. Yeah. It is weird. Now that, yeah. Huh. It's just like, it's a, it's a, a talking dog kind of moment. Yeah. That's my impression of a, a sitcom. Great. Thank you. I was going to try and do a sitcom impression and then I realised it would be bad however I did it, so I didn't. But dong 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 dong. Have you seen Seinfeld? No, never. I've seen some of it. It's much ruder than you would maybe expect. Well. And much more mean. Tell me what else you hated about the chapter. I'd love to know. <laughs> what else did you hate? Um, <laughs> Tell well, me. I don't know. I, I don't like it when people breathe things. Not I, Jessica breathed. Sure. 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 I mean, I, uh, I don't know. 15-year-old dumbass Paul mm-hmm. is like... I don't know, just, it's become so gruff and authoritative, it's really annoying to me. I know, it is annoying, isn't it? It's so, like, he's so, like, it's like, oh, he's a man now, he knows exactly what he's doing. I am a man now. Doing. I know, it's very silly, it's very stupid. Um, 
It's not my favourite. Sort of like... Also, Jessica being like, how stiffly formal I speak to my own son. Then, because it was the Bene Gesserit way to seek within the arms oh to such God, an yeah. oddity, she searched and found the source of her formality. I'm afraid of my son. I fear his strangeness. I fear what he may see ahead of us, what he may tell me. Just, 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 just tell us, Paul. Not Paul. Frank. Just, just tell us, Frank. That was so, like, um, yeah. That's something that we could have inferred on our own, but also it's, like, to think that being able to reflect on your own responses to situations is something that you need, like, a lifetime of special training to do is very telling, maybe. (laughs) I mean, he's clearly writing for people who are not emotionally keyed in. Yeah, keyed in. Yeah. It's just, that's just, that is just, like, obvious to me. And also the learning silence thing made me think about how this is, like, a very, maybe this is not, I don't know if this is an accurate observation or not, but it did make me think about how this is a very male book, I guess. Yeah, it's a culturally masked book. You don't have to learn silence, I guess, for, for lots of people if you're socialized as male when you're growing up but maybe that's not true i don't know but that's the perception that i have i guess anyway i'm taking i'm taking it out all of my annoyance and anxiety on frank well who is at least dead you know what he's dead it's fine it won't affect him um i also want to be considerate of the people who love june who listen to us i feel people bad who for love june who listen to us yeah we love you we love you but this chapter <laughs> there's something fun about this chapter I like how it, it things happen in it um, and it's funny and it's stupid <laughs> it's funny, it's not trying to be funny but it's funny because <laughs> Jessica falls into a hole falls into two holes she falls into two holes <laughs> and then there's some pretty bits in it that I, I sort of liked um, I mean also they do see a worm yeah, they do. And which that is felt nice. significant. And Paul is Did like, it's two so worms. big. Yeah, it's a big worm. Ooh, Ooh. sided concords. <laughs> You're so big. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, chocolate. You're so big. <laughs> we should not have been allowed to listen to Flight of the Concords listen, when we did. There was no one to stop us. No, also, that's true. it's fine. I didn't get how rude that joke was until much later. Didn't you? I, I super understood it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, ladies. You didn't have to say that. Um, so I just opened my book to a bit where I made a mark, and it's the bit where Paul says, Axiom, the best place to conserve ah! water is in is in your body it keeps i hated that i hated it too i hated it so much it's so funny you see that's the thing i like about this book it's so so funny (laughs) did it make you want to stop reading yeah it did (laughs) sorry that's my phone that's my um that's my stock timer oh okay sorry that is that is off now sorry Mm -hmm. what did you need to stop just in general my my stock timer <laughs> I had a timer set for when I needed to stop no it's for my stock my chicken stock oh your stock timer for your chicken my stock. stock do you need to check it I've actually already turned it off oh, okay shall we look up that thing the bindu thing let's go let's go to the glossary to soothe ourselves yes let's look up bindu bindu suspension okay great thank you Bindu, relating to the human nervous system, especially to nerve training, often expressed as Bindu nervature, see prana. Bindu suspension, a special form of cataplesis. No, that's not. Catalepsis? Catalepsis. Catal- I think it's catalepsis. Right? Yeah. Self-induced. Let's look up prana, because... We're, uh... And I'm, I'm going to look up prana on actual... Yeah, look it uh, up on the actual Wikipedia. internet. <laughs> Prana. The body's muscles when considered as units for ultimate, ultimate training. I mean, I've, I feel like this whole thing of 
borrowing so liberally from I know. actual religion. It feels nasty. It feels gross. It's not good. It's not good. In Hindu philosophy, including yoga, okay, Indian medicine and Indian martial arts, prana, being the Sanskrit word for breath, life force or vital principle, permeates reality on all levels, including inanimate, ob- inanimate objects. See, that's so cool. That's cool as hell. But also, if you're writing sci-fi, I know it was different times, etc., etc., but you can't just take it. Can't just take it and then also make it not as good. You can't just see it and say, that's mine now, it's in my sci-fi book in the future. I mean, and the whole, I mean, part of the whole point of the religious background of Dune, right, is about this great syncresis of all of these different religions islam christianity but it just makes them into nothing it makes yeah, them so it unimportant it disregards it all of them basically um offensive yeah i don't know if we talked about it last episode but i i finished um god emperor of june um did we talk about it last episode no we didn't no, okay. didn't so between last episode and now i finished god emperor of june and one absolutely really that book is on one i don't know how else to describe it um i don't know if i would recommend it i had an experience i think at some point i was just hate reading it but i needed to finish it um and i feel like in that book all of the religious stuff was like basically thrown away or like made into something super inconsequential and it had you know the how the, the big-headedness of this book feels like it's on like a hundred, right? Yeah. But when you read, but you're Emperor you're here June, to tell me that it's not. Yes, God Emperor June says you are like a little baby. Watch this and turns it <laughs> off to, to like oh, no. I don't know a billion. <laughs> so, oh man, it's an interesting read. Anyway, ah, oh. so this book is. Like, this book does some interesting things. This chapter is, um... You know how sometimes when... This this chapter, I feel like, also, they say the word Dune quite a, a lot. lot. They do. And it's like when they say the, the title of the song in the song, you're like... Oh. Or like the name of the film in the film, and then they look directly yeah. into the camera. Yeah, I was like... I had it look directly into the camera <laughs> kind of moment. This chapter is definitely looking directly into the camera. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember, because I haven't read this chapter super recently, I can't remember too much how I felt about it. I think, because I'm like, maybe because I'm dumb, or maybe because I'm like, I just didn't want to think too hard about it, but I sort of was like, enjoying it, just because stuff happens, and I'm like, yeah, we're in the desert, and I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Frank definitely does explain everything to us. (laughs) <laughs> can we talk a bit about the worm sighting yeah mm-hmm. sure just because sure. it feels important i guess so where is it let's have a look so there's one at the very end of the chapter and there's one kind of in the middle yeah let's do oh is it before jessica falls in the hole or after um ooh, i don't i think it's before she falls in the hole okay I don't think I kind of quite understood the whole foam thing. Follow the ridge. She pushed herself away from the ridge. Also, like, vision. um, Paul's description... Oh, no, the description um, of Jessica walking without rhythm sounds like the cha-cha slide. To rest. Mercy was the ability. Uh, so, Frank does this thing where... Away again. It feels like he's had a thought... And he's like, damn, that's really deep. I'm going to make one of my characters say it. And you can always tell when he's like, shoehorned one of his deep thoughts into a character's conversation. And it's really funny. Can you hear me? Did the call end? Slide to the left. Take it back now, y'all. One hop this time. Right foot. I don't know what he says.
Hello. Hello. I tried to call you back, but you were calling me. Aha. Uh-huh. Ah. Mm. Mm. What were you saying before we disconnected? I was saying that the description of Jessica walking without rhythm sounds like the cha-cha slide. <laughs> That's very good. Step, to the left. Pause. Step. Step. Slide. Take back like, now, yeah. Slide to the left. <laughs> One hop this time. Wow. I can't believe that um, the ultimate weapon against the worms is just the cha-cha slide. Can't believe Frank Herbert wrote the cha-cha slide. <laughs> can't believe he did this. I I just my my eyes hit upon a little bit of writing where it's like pea sand and pea gravel rolled on a hard surface. I I got stuck on that when I and read it. Spill the unwary, rock flakes cut, and also Jessica felt that the night was dominated by degrees of smallness in substances beneath their feet and hands, boulders or pea gravel or flecked rock or pea sand or sand grit itself or grit or dust or gossamer powder. It's almost in a. T- I, I, I kind of quite liked it and I thought I, it was quite effective. I kind of like it too. Like, I was reading it to make fun of it, but actually, I kind of like it. It's like a weird poem. Yes, it, it, it does like strike the poetry yeah. tone more than it does something like. It's not useful prose necessarily. But yeah. in terms of like having a, a, a period of time where the only thing that you can measure is the different. The different... the different textures that you're walking over and what they might do. I think it kind of does communicate that sort of well, that they're thinking so much about the... They have to focus so much on the the the, the where they're walking and what they're walking on that is all that they can... I mean, the way that I was processing it was that in these times of particular physical stress and distress, yeah. where you have to do something that's incredibly physically demanding... And your mind has to go somewhere, but it can only go. Yeah. It can. It can only be. It's constrained by what is the the, the physical constraint of yeah. the thing that you're doing. Yeah, it's how I imagine like marathon runners. Yeah, yeah. I think liked, I liked it. I really did. But it is weird. And mm. uh, what if I think if the whole book were this, it would be absolutely unbearable. Yeah, it would be unbearable. Mm. It's almost unbearable as it is. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dune fans. Sorry, Dune fans. We still love you, and we still love Dune. As a concept. He was pointing left, and she looked along his arm to see that they stood atop a cliff with the desert stretched out like a static ocean, some 200 metres below. It lay there full of moon-silvered waves, shadows of angles that lapsed into curves, and, in the distance, lifted to the misted grey blur of another escarpment. What's an escarpment? Um, I feel like I've seen that word before. I feel like I see it all the time, but I don't really know what it means. It means um, a long, steep slope, oh. especially one at the edge of a plateau, or separating oh. areas of land at different heights. Okay, that's why it's a see land it so form. Yeah. You can also have scarp oh. or scarp face. Interesting. Sounds kind of like a insult. Scarp face. See that. That's like pretty, right? Unless it's dumb. I don't know. Mm. You're making me doubt my sense of what I like. Mm. I can't tell anymore what's good and what isn't. But I feel like that when I write, I write and I'm like, is this bad? Or is this good? I have no way of telling. So I can see how, like... Frank Herbert, what's good? Um, I'm confused. I am confused. I'm confused. One of the things that I was thinking about was um, uh, how, obviously, we're in this extreme landscape. Mm. Um, and I was trying to think whether Frank does a good job of conceptualising the space. I'm really not sure, because some things, when you really focus in on them, they give a good impression of like how exhausted they are and how much of a tough time they're having. But also, I, I did read this chapter coming around with the feeling that they're not really... It's hard to feel like, it's hard to picture where they are and what it's like. And I mean, the whole point of Dune is the dunes. Yeah. We are in the dunes. We're in the deep desert mm. right now. Um, but I don't know if I have a good idea of what the desert 
is like. No. Because there not are kind really. of there are these steep rock faces, and we're high up, and then we're on this sand dune that is kind of crumbling and falling, and then mm. which I, I think know, is as, really cool. As we move through the landscape, I don't know if there is a clear way to talk about what it is like, especially mm. as it's something that it doesn't exist on earth or you know it's a very extreme version of something that does extreme and alien version of something that does exist on earth does this chapter feel like they're in danger to you because i can't tell that either. not really because paul's brain genius powers will get them out of any situation i know it yeah and i think it's almost we're not even given the time enough time to doubt give anything. Us a chance to worry about them at all which kind of makes me annoyed yeah i don't know but like my baby brain does sort of enjoy not having to worry but i don't know that probably means that it isn't good still i don't know i just i i have a hard time telling what like if some if i enjoy something if it's actually good or if i just have bad taste and i feel like when i write i'm like i don't know if this is any good i know i don't know if this is like laughable or stupid or yeah I I find that I I don't have the greatest faith in my taste either although I mm. sound like I do. You sound like you do. Yes, but I don't. Okay. <laughs> cool. It's... Whenever I meet someone who sounds more confident than me, I completely capitulate to their every wish, whim and demand. I also do that except the first person I met who was more confident than me was you, so <laughs> I've just oh, I've just I've always been doing that. Whoops. And I mean, also the thing that one one understands about confident people, mm. confident sounding people, is that they're all like horribly insecure. Ah, is horribly, that, is that true? pathologically insecure. Yes, I guess so. Certainly, with the kind of confident people who are me and people mm. like me. Ah, yes. Not all confident people, obviously. Who am I to speak for them? Oh, are people here? I feel like family here. In your house, I can yes. hear some voices. Yeah. Oh God, we've been going for almost an hour. Oh man. Oh man. Okay. Um. Shall we? Mostly slagging off the dune. Listen, it's we talked about the chapter. We did our due diligence here. Our dune diligence. Do you have a worm of the week? Did you hear me when I said my dune diligence? I did. It was good. You don't have to say it was good. I just wanted to make sure you heard. <laughs> I did hear it. <laughs> That's how I feel about everything I do. I just want. I just please look. You know what? I made something for Never Believe It the other day and I posted it to the chat and I said, please like, tell me if this is any good. Do you like it? And Riley just replied in all capital letters, heard. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I guess that's all I need. That to me is bad. I know. It was sort of hellish. <laughs> Riley's got a great voice. Riley come on the pod, but Riley don't, don't just, do that. Don't do that to me. Um, I was gonna ask if you have any Dune news, but I don't think we have time to do Dune news. Dune news. No, I don't. I don't have any Dune news. I have not been. Cool. That's the segment. My worm of the week. Dune news. Yeah. My my worm of the week is all of the trains and buses that I have not been on. Cool. Thank you. I love trains. They're good. Yeah. My worm of the week is trams. for disease. The better version of trains. We also have an email that I have read a long time ago but didn't ever read on the podcast. Oh, okay, do you want to do it now? We have... We have email. We have email. We have one email. Dear Chancellors, did you know that in 1979 they released an official Dune board game? It's not only considered to be a very good strategy board game, but also conveys the narrative of the novel very well through its mechanics, apparently. For example, the Fremen faction player can predict where the Sandstorm will go one turn ahead of time, and the Harkonnen faction player excels at treachery. It also has nice. all of these weird and compl- complicated victory conditions. Um, it's hilariously unbalanced, but that was apparently just how they designed board games back then. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, Claire says um, uh, that if they get the new reprint of it, 
become their new game that they desperately beg anyone to play with them to no avail. Anyway, that's it. Good podcast. Love, Claire. Thank you, Claire. Thank you, Claire. Thank you, Claire. Thanks, Claire. I hope Claire. someone plays the June board game with you. Yes, me too. I have a friend, Wheels, who has played the June board game. And? And I can't remember if they said they had a good time, but they did definitely did play it with their entire family. Well, that's nice. And described the experience to me. It was very interesting to hear about. People who play board games with their entire family. How does that work? I don't know. I, ha- I know someone who is... um. Uh, he's working out a turn-based, uh, a way of playing Dungeons and Dragons via email mm-hmm. with his brother. Via, e- on email. Let's just play by post. Is that, is that normal. something? Normal. No. Yeah. Can't believe that. Just play by post, but by email. I feel like people usually use like chat or messages and stuff, but I feel like email's not too far-fetched. I was. Anyway. I was Should we end the podcast? Because I have to go and be sociable. You go be sociable. I'll be, I'll go be on my own. I'll go be sociable. Yeah, sorry. Like always. I'll, I'll tell everybody that you say hi. Oh, yes, you know I did say hi. We can set you up on WhatsApp so you can watch us eat. Mm. Mm, my idea of heaven <laughs> watching people eat enjoy your, enjoy your chickens thank you I'm gonna drink it all from the pot like a monster mmm delicious slap slap okay end of podcast <laughs> end of podcast